0: What is up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Greater Self Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Valle. And today we have another episode in the car. So I know the audio isn't as great when I'm in my car compared to when I'm just recording from my phone in like a room. But sometimes this is what works the best for me when it comes to like being efficient and making the most use of my time. And honestly, it's Friday, right? And this is going to get posted today. Um, And I literally just remembered about recording and I was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't recorded for today's podcast. Let me do that right now. So that's why I'm recording uh, from the car. And I want to talk to you today about growing through the discomfort and Like, not letting your own, like, what am I trying to say here? Not letting your own, I guess, loading beliefs or your own fear get in the way of the success you want for yourself, right? Um, Not allowing the pain of that discomfort to stand in the way between you and what you want for yourself, right? And if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen a story posted on Wednesday where you know, I started tearing up because I was explaining what I was going through, and I had been dealing with a lot of tension um, for a good while, and I wasn't sure where it was coming from, you know. I knew that uh, I was doing a lot of work, and the role that I've taken within my mentor's business is requires a lot of leadership. It requires a lot of input um, and decision making on my part, and I've never been, like, I guess, necessarily put in this kind of leadership position, but it's always something I've wanted for myself, like, ever since I was young, I knew that I wanted to be a leader, like, I always had this feeling inside of myself that I wanted to be something more, well, that was weird, um, I wanted to do something more more with my life and like be someone and like maybe that was instilled in me through my parents like they would constantly tell me growing up like I want you to be somebody like that's why we push you to do good in school so that you can go to college and get a career and um or get a degree to get a career so that you can be someone in this world right and you know I still live by that I still want to Make something of myself and become someone I'm proud of and know that I did everything to reach my fullest potential, right? The thing that we forget about, though, along that journey is how difficult it can be at times. And there are going to be times when you are going to want to quit. And I really faced that this week um, and really the past few weeks because I was. I was doing so much, and I was feeling so overwhelmed and burnt out and stressed, and it was just really bad, like, how I was handling it, and there's a lot of realizations I made over the past couple weeks, and I want to start with when I was going through all of this stuff two weeks ago. And I still haven't made an episode on the Enneagram, but I really want to make one because it's a super cool uh, tool that you can use that tells you a lot about yourself to, in order to help you grow in your life and understand how to communicate better with others and like even enrich your relationships. So it's not just, it's like it's a personality test, but it's not just focused on the person itself. Like. Every single person has a different personality within the, this um, system, and the Enneagram has nine types. So everybody is one of those nine types, and when you're able to understand those one of those types, especially like with yourself, you're you're able to understand more about yourself, and then you're also able to understand more about what like how others uh, operate as well. Um, and so what I learned when I took this test for myself is that i'm actually tied for my top number uh for two and i'm still trying to figure out which one i am and i think right now though in my life i am really taking on more of the role of number three and i was tied between a number three and a number six A number three is called the achiever and it's someone who want like just has like a lot of ambition i guess and wants to achieve a lot of success these people can end up being like workaholics and finding it hard to care for their emotions and all these things and a lot of this came up for me this past week. And number six is called the loyalist and this person is someone who tends to worry a lot and actually has a lot of feelings of anxiousness and and deals with a lot of that and can be skeptical of others, like, it makes, it's hard for them to trust other people, and one of the bigger things is because it's hard for them to trust themselves, and so I, I did resonate a lot with some of the things that are number six, like, some of those personality traits, but there was also so much that I resonated with with number three, and Natalie, my friend that I do the podcast with, was telling me that she learned that uh, a lot of the times people, Even though we have like one certain type that's supposed to be the one that describes us the most at different times in our life we can take we can be like more of a different type and so it gives you three types that you're the most like and those typically describe you the most um and so mine was the three number six and then the number one um but i'll go more into this in a different episode and so anyways the big thing that i realized uh about myself that this Taking this test helped me notice is that whenever I get to a place where I'm so stressed and so overwhelmed, the way I handle it is that I lose interest in the work that I'm doing, right? I lose interest in the project that I'm working on, and because of that, I withdraw. And by withdraw, that means I just kind of like pull away. From everything and everyone, I don't open myself up to receiving help from other people, and that's something that I think a number three struggles with a lot: is asking for help because they don't want to be seen as like incompetent. Um, and I definitely resonate with that. I I hate asking for help, and like just as an example that I just remembered, whenever I used to work at the strength and conditioning gym when I was a strength and conditioning coach. I would work out there with, like, all the other coaches during, like, our break period, and it was always, like, a, like a really fun time because everybody was just working out, and, like, it was, like, our off time, right, and I remember one time I was trying to do pull-ups, and I needed help getting this the long rubber bands around my foot, but I'm short, so it was kind of hard for me to do that, and I was trying to do it by myself, and then finally one of the other coaches just comes and helps me and like pulls it down for me, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." I was like, "Yeah, I I just don't like asking for help." He's like, "Oh, I know. Like, it's funny that like people can like tell those things about you like when you get to work with them." So, um, that was something that got brought to my attention that, okay, that whenever I get to a point or a place where I feel like I'm struggling so much with stress, like to the point where I can't handle it, like this is what happens: I withdraw, I lose interest in my project, and the quality of my work obviously just doesn't come out as good anymore, because I'm so thrown off internally. And that was the first thing I realized. And this was during two weeks ago, right? And two to three weeks ago, because they gave me a week off to really just kind of like, I guess like they noticed my energy and change and like, realize how overwhelmed I was. And they're like, Okay, you know what, like, let's slow down for a moment, take the week. Go do all this reflection type stuff and then come back. And so I, I did that. So I came back this week and I I wanted to um, come back ready to go, right? And like take on this role fully and like be confident in all of these things, right? But I was still feeling a lot of tension within myself. And I realized that I kept, the thoughts kept coming up and it was the thought that I'm just so afraid to fail, I don't want to fail. And because I just, I was so terrified of being seen as incompetent or like I couldn't take on this role or that I wasn't smart enough to do it or strong enough to handle it. And that my mentor was going to be like, you know what? It's fine. Like, you're not the person for the role. Let me find someone else and you can do something different. And that was really what I was terrified of because I didn't want to let him down or the rest of the team down and much less myself down. Like, I, the reason I took on this role was because I wanted to show myself what I was capable of or what I am capable of, right? And I wanted to show myself that I could do hard things and learn something as I'm doing it and still be successful with it, right? Because I took on this role, even though it's like different from what I've been pursuing the past year or so, I took it on because I knew it was going to help me in my growth and development as an entrepreneur. It was going to help me with my growth and development in marketing, more than anything, and marketing is a huge part of business, if not one of the most important parts, because it's what gets you clients, right, and I was like, okay, I know that this is going to help me evolve so much, and level up, and become a leader, more of a leader, um, because I already am one, that's another thing that's hard to, like, for me to tell myself, and believe, is that I'm already a leader, um, because I think I, even though, like, I know that it, I shouldn't place importance on other people's opinions of me, which I think when it comes to personal life, I'm very good at that. I could care less what anybody has to say about me or think about what I'm doing with my life. Like, if they have anything to say with, oh, like, I think you're wasting your time. With what the, like, I could care less. Don't tell me. Don't come try to, like, poop on my dreams because I don't care. That's, that's your issue if you don't believe that something like this is possible for you, but that's not me, right? So I don't care when it comes to, like, personal life type of people trying to get me down, like, I could care less, but what I've noticed is when it comes to the workplace, and in business, and it comes to me basically being able to step up, and even, I guess, prove myself in a certain role, that's when I've noticed I do care about what people think, because I want to show people that I can do this, and that I'm reliable, and that I'm smart enough, and, you know, all these things, and so I was, like, struggling with believing these things about myself as I was going through this role because I was so overwhelmed, and because there was still so much on my plate that I needed to handle, right, and so on Tuesday, specifically, I remember there was still a lot of tension that I was feeling, and I wasn't sure where it was coming from, and I was, like, I was just trying to make the thoughts go away of, like, me being afraid to fail, and I was, like, you know, like, just I was just basically trying to ignore it. I really wasn't taking the time to process it or to really understand where it was coming from, right? Which was the wrong thing to do. So then here comes Tuesday of that week, right? And Or was it Wednesday? One of those two days. I had the meeting with the COO on the team, and we are going over an email i sent out on tuesday so the meeting took place on wednesday so we talk, we talk about this email i sent out the day before and she w- wanted to point out to me the issues within it and why it wasn't in line with the current goals we were ha- we had for the week and like the rest of the month right and you know i she never she did not present it in a mean way or was at all like blaming me or making me feel bad about it she just wanted me to understand like this is why this type of email doesn't work in at this time you know and I understood that but what the issue was was that I was still you know struggling with all of these like limiting beliefs and the overwhelm and it was really starting to bog me down within this meeting like it started hitting me and I remember saying to myself like man I messed up you know I really effed up and I was really like disappointed in myself because what I was trying to avoid like happened right and so within the meeting she asks me like you know like what's going on she's like you know i I want to know your thoughts like let me know like what's going on in your head right now as I'm going through this and as I was explaining like how I understood I ended up just like breaking down and started crying because I started explaining like how much pressure I was putting on myself and I basically told her how I was just so afraid to fail and was afraid that I was going to like if this next launch didn't Reach the goal we had for ourselves, that it was going to be my fault. And as I was like explaining all of this to her, is when I realized how much pressure I was actually putting on myself and how all of this was self inflicted, right? And it really helped me realize what was really going on deep down because, like I said, I was experiencing this tension at the beginning of the week and I didn't really know where it was coming from and also just didn't give it, give myself that time and attention I needed to work through it. And that's why it led me to breaking down that way. Right. Um, And so, you know, we talked through it and she told me that, you know, I don't need to carry that weight or that burden because it's not, it wouldn't be my fault. And we're all working on this thing together. And, you know, if it was to fail, then, it would be you know on all of us and not just me and it's not going to be like the end of the world type of thing right um so talking through it with her really helped a lot and there were so many things i realized in that moment that i had done wrong like the different mistakes i made and the different things i needed to start working on in order to be able to really step up in this role and take it on in the way I know, I knew I could, right? Or or know I can. Um, so the first thing was that, or is that I mishandled my emotions very badly. I used to think that I was someone who knew how to process my emotions and could, um, handle my, myself in that way, right? Like I, And maybe, you know, last year I did get really good at it, it, you know, because I would journal every single morning and I did a lot of inner work last year. And I felt like because of that, you know, I had my emotions and, you know, all of that down and controlled. But recently that hasn't been the case. And this is what really helped me see that, right? Um, So I realized first I was doing a shitty job of handling my emotions And instead of working through them and doing things to help me with that, I bottled it up and kept moving, right? Which is not a good way to handle things, right? Like we all know that if you bottle your emotions up and don't address them, at one point it's just going to keep, you know, stacking up and you're going to just explode or break down and all those things. And I really realized that this time. I was like, wow, like I literally did this to myself. And, you know, I preach so much about EQ, emotional intelligence. and You have to take care of your emotions and you're responsible for all of these things and all that. And I wasn't taking that kind of responsibility over myself. And so that was a big wake up call, right? So I... I want to now like break this down. As I'm talking through this, I want to break it down to where you can understand it, how you can apply these lessons I learned to your own life, right? So the first lesson, if you find yourself like feeling some kind of tension, uh, whether it be emotional or mental or anything like that, um, or even physical, you have to take the time to ask yourself, okay, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Like, what's going on? Like, literally stop. No matter how productive you think you have to be, or how much, or like, if you tell yourself you don't have the time, that is the wrong way to do it, because that's what I did, right? You need to set time aside for yourself and just sit down, either write it out, or talk to yourself, or talk to someone. You know, talk to someone that you trust and that, you know, has your best interest in mind that can really help you, right? Whether it just be so that they can listen and not necessarily give you advice, or if you just want to like talk it through with them so they can help you come to a solution, right? Um, do something that's going to help you work through that tension or emotion, whatever it is, right? Especially if you don't know where it's coming from, talking it out is what can really help you, um, see the big picture and realize where it's all coming from, right? So that's the first step. Um, secondly, um, after I realize these things, I decided it was time for me to take initiative, right? Take back my initiative and responsibility for myself. Um, I had become so overwhelmed and so consumed by my work that I wasn't giving myself my usual time for morning routine, right? Um, and for my self-care time. And, you know, that's something I talk, I've talked a lot about, right, in the past. Yet I was slacking on it the last few months. It slowly started becoming very inconsistent, And when I used to meditate 30 minutes every single day, came down to a 10 to 20 minute one every now, like every other day, maybe less than that, depending on how much time I felt I had for myself, right? And that was, you know, due to me going to bed really late sometimes and then getting up at different hours of the day. So sometimes I'd wake up late and be like, you know, I don't have time for myself right now. Like I just need to get to work, right? And I always started getting in that into that kind of cycle, which was not benefiting me, right? And so part of the reason why I ended up having that breakdown was because I wasn't giving myself that time to take care of my inner world, right? Take care of my inner emotions and mindset and all of these things that were coming up. And I think that's part of the reason why it bottled up so much, right? So I realized that and I was like, okay, it's time for me to take initiative again. And part of what helped is um, and during my mentoring session, I like told him all these things. And how, I think the previous one, I can't remember. The past few weeks are such a blur. But at one on one of my mentoring sessions, he put me on a new morning routine schedule where I needed to be out of bed by six a.m. and I had to take him send him a picture by six a.m. of my bed made, um, or I'd lose a mentoring session if it was late. Right? If it was a minute past six a.m., it would be gone for the week. And so, I. Really, at first, was like, I kind of hate you for this, but at the same time, I knew it was necessary because I needed that accountability to get back on track with rising early and giving myself the time I needed to get started for my day, right? So, uh, I started implementing my morning routine, and I started doing my 30-minute meditations again, um, and reading, and workout every, with the days I'm supposed to work out. And then... I also started journaling um, at this point when I started realizing all these followed-up emotions and I think one of the reasons why in the past I was so good at handling my emotions and not having these kind of breakdowns was because I did journaling every single day and that's one of my favorite ways to just get everything out that's going on inside my head right um, so I did that and so free so now that you can apply this to yourself Step two, after you become aware of what's really happening and, you know, what the issues are, step two is taking initiative to do something about it, right? What are your solutions? And come up with one to three, um, depending on how big your problem is, right? So for me, it was, I'm not giving myself my emotion, like my time for to care for my emotional and mental health. Um, so what did I do? I implemented my morning routine and my mentor is part of my accountability for that to make sure it's getting done um so do choose something like that for yourself if it has to do with your emotional health you know what what helps you work through your emotions is it talking to someone is it journaling about it is it meditating and you know whatever it is and implement that into your daily life um whether it be talking to someone Every now and then, whenever you fe- start feeling this kind of tension, you need to just get it out. Like Call that person up and like, let them know ahead of time. Like, hey, can I count on you to be the person I come to when I'm struggling internally and I need to work through my emotions and need someone to help me figure out what's going on with me? And once they like say, yeah, like, then you know you have that kind of support and you can always call them. Um, or if you do well with writing it out, then implement journaling again every single day, or at least a few times a week, or once a week, like what, whenever it's going to suit you best that you can, so that you can let everything out, and you're not bottling it all up, Um, and then lastly, this is something that is optional for you, Um, and this, but this is a decision I made for myself within the same week, Um, and this has to do with going a step further with solving this problem for yourself. So the biggest thing I realized, I think, throughout that whole experience was that in all combined like the pressure I was putting on myself, the fear, and the um the neglect thing of my own self-care. I believe like all of this was happening at the same time, because I'm now stepping into this new chapter of my life, right? I'm taking a step that is making me level up. And when you take a step towards, you know, that goal, like, you know, we have this big goal, right? And each chapter of our life is kind of like a next step towards it in a way. Okay, let's imagine that. So I'm taking this new step, right? And I'm going through a lot of discomfort, because it's a lot of new things. And I'm trying to navigate it, but at the same time, I'm not 100% sure if, like, what I'm doing is the quote-unquote right way because it's so new to me, right? Like, anytime we do something new, it's going to feel scary, and we're going to be uncomfortable, and it's not going to be, you know, fun all the time, right? Growth sucks. Like, okay, self-growth is incredible, right? We are such amazing Creatures that we can grow through life and change and evolve and become better versions of ourselves, right? Like, that's an amazing gift. But going through that actual discomfort and growth itself sucks, right? The best part is after the growth is has been lived through and you're in that better stage. But the growth itself is the part that can really get you down because it's going to push you in many ways, right? So... I figured out that, okay, I believe all of this is going on and maybe it's part of kind of like self-sabotage because it's a new chapter. It's a new um, discomfort that I'm working through and I need to learn new skills and a new way to care for myself that's going to help me actually level up fully, right? That's going to help me not self-sabotage and help me become confident in myself and are more confident in myself so that i can take this on and that's that's going to help me learn how to take care of my emotional health better like and that's going to really help me level up in the best way that i can right so what i decided to do or what i i had an epiphany i guess in my meditation the next day and it was like it's time to work on my spiritual and emotional health like yes i'm learning a lot business wise and i'm doing a lot but not taking the initiative right now to tend to my emotional and spiritual and mental needs is what's going to hold me back. So I decided, okay, it's time to invest in this part of myself, which is something that I haven't really done. Like a lot of what I've gone through in the past year or like the past few times that I've gone through growth hasn't always been me investing in myself to do it. It just kind of happened, right? But something that I've been wanting to do is invest in some kind of program that helps me learn a lot more about myself. It helps me work through past traumas and limiting beliefs and all of this stuff so that I can outgrow them and become that better, bigger version of myself, right? And with the chapter I'm going through right now, I felt it's the best time, right? Because I don't want things holding me back. I need to be able to know what they are, work through them and overcome them so that I can grow and become the best version of myself this year and get that much further in my life, right? Um, so I decided, okay, I want to invest in something and I ended up, um, reconnecting with this girl I met at the Pays to be Brave conference two years ago and I signed up for her program and it's a program that is all about embodying the woman you want to become and letting go of, you know, past traumas and healing yourself, healing your subconscious, working through all of that and through breath work and different, you know, things and I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is what I need, and so I decided to sign up for it, and you know, it was, it's a pretty decent investment, but I didn't look at it as though as, oh, that's too expensive, you know, I don't want to do that, I can't, or I can't do that right now. I looked at it as, okay, this, the price tag on this is basically, like, what my like It's it's the exchange of energy, right? That's what it represents, the exchange of energy and the transformation I'm going to get at the end, right? And I'm looking more at who I'm wanting to become and the transformation I'm going to get, right? So I said, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and worry about it or overthink it because I know I want this and I know it's what's going to really help me level up. So I decided to invest and I'm so happy and I'm so excited for this journey because I know it's only going to help me improve and really level up and embody that woman I know I'm capable of becoming, right? So then this third step for you, if it makes sense for you in your life right now, would be to invest in yourself and invest in something that's going to help you work through this better. You know, if, In my my example, I realized I need to work on my emotional and spiritual health and get that in a good place so that I can continue growing and becoming that person I know I'm capable of becoming and become successful, more successful, and not hold myself back anymore. So then I'm investing in a program that will help me do this for myself, right? That will help me work through these things. So same kind of thing for you. Whatever it is you're dealing with, invest in something that's going to help you get better at this thing or heal yourself or whatever it is, right? So I want to encourage you to do that for yourself. And of course, only if it makes sense for you. I don't know your financial situation. So of course, if that doesn't make sense for you right now, then don't worry about it. Like you don't have to pay money. If an investment in yourself could be watching YouTube videos on this stuff, then do that. Like do what something that's free, but that's still benefiting you, okay? Um And... Yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to share with you on this episode today is just to realize that the discomfort is going to suck and you're going to want to quit more times than one. And I'm telling you, I seriously contemplating quitting. And it wasn't until I went through this whole experience, as painful as it was, I realized, oh my gosh, this was my test. This was God or the universe testing me. Like, do you really want what you say you want? Are you going to do everything it takes to get there no matter how difficult it might be? And I passed that test essentially, right, because I didn't give up no matter how hard it felt. instead, I saw, okay, this is my issue. Let me solve it so that I can continue moving forward right and that's what I want you to be able to do for yourself. you know, take that responsibility, learn to lead yourself, and so that you can be a leader for other people as well. Um, I really hope this episode I really hope this episode helped you and that you got something out of it um Thank you for listening, and as always, if you could leave me any reviews or if you ever want to reach out to me, please do so. Like, that would really help my podcast out, and I'd love to hear from you whenever you get, like, insight from my episodes or if you have any further questions or if you want me to do an episode on something that I haven't talked about in the past or that you'd like me to expand on, just let me know. Like, I would love to be able to do it for you. So, thank you again for listening, and I hope this episode found you well um yeah you have an incredible rest of your day and remember that you are always and have always been enough okay you are strong enough and smart enough to take on whatever it is you're working on right now okay don't give up on yourself keep going you were made for this